Welcome to the Journal Hijabi podcast. I'm your host, Sirin, and here we're all about elevating the voices of hijabi women in mainstream media through authentic storytelling. Without further ado, let's begin the episode. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You feel like so much pressure. So much. And like unneeded pressure that you need at that age and that time. Like we're mm -hmm. young high school students just sitting in class trying to get through the day and wait till the bell rings. Why are you over here asking me about the history of the hijab when I'm like 14 years old? Like that's, yes. just, that's, that's just the type of pressure that I don't understand. And like it's nice, but like come on, y'all need to like those teachers really need to cut us some slack and it even happens in college too like mm -hmm. i don't know what it is but something about the hijab just like adds 10 years and they think we're like this grown every day is like a learning experience and lesson with the exactly hijab. So maybe this is just like mm -hmm. personal opinion, but I actually love getting questioned. Um, in high school, a lot of people came to me about it. And I just want to like touch on that topic with getting questioned by like Americans, getting questioned by non-Muslims, or just like regardless of it, whatever it is, don't push them off. Don't be very defensive. I know people get very defensive to the point that if you accidentally assume where they're from, they're offended. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, people thought I was white <laughs> all my life, like I'm not Arab. I don't get offended because you can't blame them. And yeah. I think with them asking a silly question from like, oh, do you have to shower with it on? As silly as it is, tell them the right answer. That way they go around not mm -hmm. spreading false information as well. Like they're like, no, she doesn't sleep with it on or no, she doesn't. That person's going to go and start preaching what you told them too. The way you react is the way they're going to take it as well. So if you react in a welcoming way, like, no, don't belittle your question, regardless of whatever it is, like, you can ask me, they're going to be more comfortable to knowing more about it and learning more about it. That's a big part that people forget is that, like, your reaction, your answer says a lot, and that's how somebody kind of bases their judgment. It's so important to remember to always have empathy in that situation because that's just the way to go, you know, 
it's better to receive a question than just have them assume and then just pile the whole false assumptions, you know, and, and pass that around. So I would definitely more rather someone like ask about it or like be curious. And so, and I mean, like, that's how you start like conversations and, and, um, exactly. Yeah. Or, um, cause I graduated about three years ago and people would ask me, Oh, like, when am I ready to take it off or oh what age can I take it off? Yeah. And it's because they, either have seen another hijabi like completely make the decision and taking it off and I and they're too afraid to ask her they feel that the topic's too sensitive to ask her and because I was open with people asking me questions that I did have a lot of friends or classmates be like oh Aya like why did she take it off or why haven't you taken it off and I would have to answer them with like it's just to each their own and honestly explain to them that it's not something we have to do it's just the way she's experienced it um, especially because they'll ask me about like random girls that I've never met Mm-hmm. or even know and regardless mm-hmm. if I know the girl or not like I had to break it down to them that that they don't go and assume other things because some classmates or like some friends I knew from high school like made it an assumption to think like yeah at this age you get to take it off because like just from what they see you know and yeah. because of what they would see or experience there wasn't a lot of hijabis in high school where I went so I had to explain to them that even with me not knowing so much that it's just something that they've had to had go through or Um, Maybe it was like a forced situation, but at the end of the day, like hijab is a beautiful thing. Don't make, don't make that like assumption. Oh, because she took it off. It's not something that girls don't love wearing or um, because she took it off. It's not something girls should do, you know, don't take it in a wrong way just kind of be there for her but not judge her we each have our own hijab story and it's in every that's what's cool about it because every single one is like different and at the beginning of starting my podcast i mentioned that although we all wear the same hijab on our head we each have a different story and perspective that comes with it and that's just so interesting like within itself Like we Uh each, you know, like people wore it at different ages and different times and for different reasons. And, you know, I mean, even though like we should all wear it for like the same reason, the same religious reasons. But, you know, nowadays it's just there's a lot of girls feeling like disconnected from it. And so like that's what we're trying to do here is just find ways to like encourage them and like feeling confident with it and and also like for them not to feel like they're always the odd one out like they walk in a restaurant and they're the only hijabi or they walk in the classroom and and they're the only hijabi like even me personally when i walk into a classroom and i'm the only hijabi like personally i guess like when i was young in high school that used to like intimidate intimidate me and like i would be nervous Mm -hmm. or whatever but like now when i like it's it's something that i don't even really notice like i just walk in and then like when i do when i remember that like okay i'm like sitting in the front i'm the only one that has the hijab on what's going on i'm like it low-key feels good you know like Mm -hmm. being the the only different one or being the only unique one and sitting in front and like representing for all the other hijabis like i think there's something so unique there and and something to be so proud of that like you just accomplish that and like i also feel like every time i go somewhere like a restaurant or a classroom or like a gathering and i'm the only hijabi in the room I don't know why, but I feel like I just have this need where I have to go to like the front of the room and hold a microphone, stand on the table and just explain to everyone what is on my head. Like, why am I? Oh my gosh, I completely agree. And I don't know, but like if I were to actually do that, I feel like I would feel so much better. 
you know it's mm-hmm. like you got it, that yeah. off your chest it's basically like you're just addressing the elephant in the room and that elephant yes. happens to be the hijab and so i don't know should we do that is it a good thing i don't know if this is like it's not relating to what you just said exactly but it was more so like an embarrassing situation that happened at school mm-hmm. um to where the classmates uh, automatically knew how to react or like act maybe because i would explain to them my hijab and stuff so like alhamdulillah the with the incident, they kind of knew what to do. But I remember it was math classes my sophomore year, and mm-hmm. we were sitting in geometry, and I had to stand up and, like, answer an equation on the board. And at the time, I don't know what exactly how it happened, but I guess, like, my hair, like, let loose out of the bun I had it in. Oh, my God. So it, my hair is pretty long, so I had it. So because it let loose, it was showing all the way through my hijab and out, and it was just hanging out like a ponytail, and you could see everything. <laughs> tell her everything and so as I'm standing up to get up uh nobody kind of wanted to point it out but um a guy got up and two girls got up and they like quickly like covered me up oh my god and they like whispered in my ear and I I turned really red and I was about to like cry and I remember I had ran out the classroom and then the teacher came out and she was a girl and then she was like I think the students kind of put two and two together and they didn't want to kind of like blurt it out but they wanted to come up to you so like that's what I'm saying. Three. I don't even remember who it was at the time, um, but they came up to me, tried to cover my hair up before more people got an image of it. Oh my and God. I just ran out and they were talking to me and trying to make me feel better, less embarrassed or humiliated. But I just find that so like sweet and crazy because people always ask me about my hijab. So it got to the point where like my classmates in my classroom knew what it was. And even if they did it, they could ask me. So when they automatically saw that my hair was showing, like, they knew it, it was wrong. Like, it was yeah. not okay. So she, for it to be coming out my hijab like that. And I felt like that was very comforting. So, like, even if you're, like, the only hijabi, if you can make, like, your environment comforting and make people understand that to be there and to always make the situation, like, comfortable, it can be okay. But yeah, you have to set the record straight, really. And I think that's just like the sweetest, like, cutest story ever. And honestly, like, now that I'm thinking about it, I think that, or no, I know that young people or people our age, like Gen Z, they're much more aware and they just, yes. they just know what to do, you know? And so if it was, if you were at like Walmart, mm-mm. oh no. Yeah, no, I don't know what would be happening. I would have had like a crowd help me out. I think I would have just gotten a bunch of stairs, but yeah. it was it was my classmates that helped me. <laughs> I'm so grateful for like that, like the young people of just being so accepting and, and understanding, especially towards hijabis. I mean, also me when I in school mostly, like in college, it's come to the point where like I I'm kind of forced to even like talk about the hijab because I get so much questions about it like every time i don't know i just sit in the front of the class and someone would like first it would first it would start with the language or the race so mm-hmm. they would be like are you arabic and the thing is like it would be in front of the whole class and like i would be sitting in a front mm-hmm. so this is just a, a quick public service announcement for everyone who's a non-hijabi or, or you just want to know if you want to ask a hijabi a question in public just wait after class or wait until she's alone, okay? You don't have mm-hmm. to put her on stage and ask her about her race or the hijab or anything related to the hijab. Please just take us to the side or after class because it just makes things way much easier and like I agree. Yes, and like I just don't really know. Like obviously I know the answer to the questions, but like when everyone's looking at me and it's in the front of the class, I just kind of blank out. And so when he asked me where I was from, 
I was like, I'm from Palestine. Of course, he doesn't know what that is. He's like, Palestine? I was like, yeah, Palestine. Um, and so, and then he was like, are you Arabic? And then, like, asking questions about the hijab and, like, why do you wear that? And so it's just come, like, to the point where, like, I need to be ready with what to answer. And when every time I go out in America, in the United States, I have to be mm -hmm. prepared to know what to answer and to have factual responses. Yeah, like you have to have, to, mm -hmm. like you have, to have the speech ready. Exactly, you have to have your speech <laughs> ready. Like, I'm not even class. I just finished my speech class. Why do I have to yeah. have a whole report ready? But then again, you know, it's fine. It's whatever. It's just like addressing the elephant in the room. And like, that's just what we're here for. If there's people that are curious about the hijab and want to learn more, then, you know, we're here for it. And I hope every hijabi can like calmly and successfully like answer every question and and just feel like proud of it because i just know that every hijabi that gets asked a question like a good question not a silly question but mm -hmm. like any question and then she starts like speaking about the hijab you can like see her face light up and become so like passionate and proud of the hijab and then like when all that's over and the person like goes and you sit down you're like man like i actually love the hijab i just spoke about it for like 10 minutes and it felt so good <laughs> and like i wear this every day and like i should do this often and i feel more connected to it and so those are the feelings that i want more more hijabis to feel and to remember when wearing the hijab yeah 100 percent. and like when you were talking about your speech class reminded me of my philosophy religion class and um obviously they teach like christianity judaism islamiyat like all of that and obviously i was the only hijabi in this like 40 numbered class like we were 40 students maybe a little more um and the professor automatically knew to like ask me about the Islamic questions and me about the hijabi questions because he almost wanted me to like fact check him like if he was mm -hmm. saying something wrong that I know exactly like what to say and he'd want me to stand up and like explain my reasoning and I feel like if I wasn't there like what would have they done almost you know what I mean like yeah. him having to rely on me for help for like knowing the true like meaning to hijab and islamic which i'm glad i was there because he can actually have like an, a real life example to be like yeah guys this is a hijabi lady and like there's different types of hijabs like there's girls wearing it from head to toe like fully covered in like abaya and i had to explain that and then there's also girls with like that still dress normal but modest with a hijab like me i just kind of wonder the way they rely mm -hmm. on us especially in a class is good but it's also again where it comes to like frustrating because it's like i wish i had somebody else with me in the room or what if i didn't know how to answer your question or like what if i didn't want to be put on spot you know like yeah. you don't know like how it is like or what i go through so that's where i like related to what you were saying and how like that guy was just putting you on the spot yeah you feel like so much pressure so much and like unneeded pressure that you need at that age and that time like we're mm -hmm. young high school students just sitting in class trying to get through the day and wait till the bell rings. Why are you over here asking me about the history of the hijab when I'm like 14 years old? Like that's, yes. just, that's, that's just the type of pressure that I don't understand. And like, it's nice, but like, come on, y'all need to like, those teachers really need to cut us some slack. And it even happens in college too. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know what it is, but something about the hijab just, like, adds 10 years. And they think we're, like, this... Grown. Every day is, like, a learning experience and lesson with the exactly. hijab, you know? And, like, with everything else in life. And so, just cut us some slack. And if you have a question, just please 
take us to the side or wait until after class. Like, uh, I think I should make a shirt that says that, like, on the back of my shirt. (laughs) That would be such good merch. (laughs) Literally, I might do it. The thing is also, like, I'm not a sheikha, neither are you, you know what I mean? So it's like, I don't want to give you the miscommunication, I don't want to, like, say something false, I don't want to say something that, like, was half right and, like, not fully uh, factual, you know what I mean? So yeah, when people, like, bombard you with all these questions, especially when you're on the spot in person, it's like, it's not even right for me to say something that I'm not 100% sure of, because, like, at the end of the day, I'm not sheikha, like, I'm not gonna... I'm not, even though I could tell you some things, I don't know it all. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And that's also why we should definitely have a series or lecture provided by sheikhs. Or like, what what do they call women, like, scholar women that give lectures? I, I thought it was just in Arabic, like, sheikha. Oh, but also, sheikha? you know, like, okay. but like, you know yeah, the saying that um, goes with what me and you are talking about right now, like, don't speak on something uh, you're not educated about if you don't know anything about it stay silent um, kind of like when people want to judge people and like comment rude things or just comment what they think they know of it based off like their own personal opinions like if it's not your place and you know you're not educated about it just stay quiet and that's like kind of what I mean like when people want to be rude or harass you or just say things it's like you know nothing about this like stay silent yeah I was that was definitely me during my young years Like, I would just always stay quiet. I was, like, mute. Like, anything someone would tell me or or say about me and relating really to anything. Like, I would just Mm -hmm. be quiet because, one, um, I didn't really know what to say. Two, I didn't want to say anything because I didn't feel like it. So, Mm -hmm. I was saying, like, in these situations, especially for, like, young girls and Gen Z, we should have a sheikha. If honestly, even if that's a thing, I really don't know. Mm-hmm. We should have like those lecture series provided somewhere, um, given by a woman that are specifically tailored to the topic of the hijab and like basically like a guideline that says like, okay, what do you do when someone asks you this question or what do you say when this? Something that I would have like loved having when I was young, so you can know, but I don't know. I just hope that like we just get more of that because i think the lectures that we have like they're amazing and great but like now in more modern times we need lectures that are like so specific and tailored to like what we need Mm -hmm. no i agree my friend um was actually giving me the idea that we should start something for example at like masjid al-hidayah and like have a couple girls and like each week we can um we can either do it like twice or three times a week have it every other day depending on how good it goes and us like have a topic and uh, my dad is very involved with the masjid and he was just talking about how you're never gonna know everything and so even if you are hosting this classroom or just this, this room with a couple girls and there's gonna be snacks later and somebody asks you a question and you don't know that's okay like it's okay to say you don't know and that you'll get back to them that way when you're giving them this answer or this response it's it's correct and no nothing false gets in in the way yeah. and I think that would be a very smart idea inshallah it could be in the work
Thank you for tuning in and spending this time listening to this episode. If you could take one second to support this podcast by sharing it and leaving an honest review, it would mean so much to me and help us to reach many different audiences to spread our stories about the hijab. Until next time, never forget the power of being a hijabi. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Thanks for reaching the end of the episode. We hope you learned something new about the women who wear the hijab. You can watch the recorded video of this episode on YouTube at Journal Hijabi. And be sure to follow our Instagram at Journal Hijabi to stay updated on all things hijabi and help spread our stories. Until next time, never forget the power of being a hijabi.